Good morning, this is Send7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devon Chenzi. Today is Wednesday, the 14th of September 2022. Starting in Asia today, Armenia has said that 49 of its soldiers have been killed after Azerbaijan fired artillery at many different areas across the international border on Monday night. Azerbaijan's Ministry of Defence has accused Armenia of provocations in many areas of the border, but has not said that any of its soldiers have been hurt. This is the worst fighting between Armenia and Azerbaijan since the 2020 war in Nagorno-Karabakh. In Pakistan, the floods are complicating the polio vaccine campaign, Khadija Tahir reports. In Pakistan, polio cases are rising. 18 polio cases have been reported in Pakistan this year, most of them in North Waziristan. Pakistan and Afghanistan are the only countries where the polio disease still exists, and the polio virus has been detected in samples in most major cities of Pakistan. According to officials, the recent floods in Pakistan have created significant difficulties for the polio eradication campaign. Kazakhstan's capital city has been renamed Astana after being called Nur Sultan for the past three years. Astana was renamed Nur Sultan in honour of former President Nursultan Nazarbayev by the current president, Kasim Tokayev. However, yesterday, Tokayev agreed to a proposal by Parliament to change the name back to Astana. Europe. Ukraine has asked other countries for more weapons to continue its successful counter-attacks against the Russian army, According to military analysts, Ukraine used a disinformation campaign to confuse the Russian army. For months, Ukraine spoke about a counter-offensive in the south to recapture the Kherson region, and this made Russia move around 20,000 soldiers from other areas of Ukraine towards the south. This meant that when Ukraine made a counter-offensive in the north last week, it was easier to break through the Russian defences. Almost all of Kharkiv region is now under Ukrainian control, and the town of Sviatohirsk in Donetsk region has also been recaptured by Ukraine. At a conference in Mexico, United States Secretary of State Antony Blinken applauded the bravery of Ukrainians. Uh, we've seen significant progress by the, uh, uh, by the Ukrainians. Uh, particularly uh, in the uh, in the northeast, um, and uh, that uh, is a product, as I said, of the support we provided. But first and foremost, it's a product of the extraordinary courage and resilience of the Ukrainian armed forces and the Ukrainian people. Independent media has now accessed some areas of the north that were recaptured by Ukraine in the last few days after being under Russian occupation. For six months, journalists from the Washington Post have reported that local people 
saw Russian soldiers changing into civilian clothes to try to escape. In the south of Ukraine, the Ukrainian army has also claimed to recapture some villages from Russian forces, although this is difficult to verify because Ukraine has restricted access of journalists in the area. In Serbia, the police have banned a gay pride parade which was planned for this Saturday in Belgrade, saying that it was a danger to public safety because it was likely to cause conflict. On Sunday, Christian groups and far-right groups demonstrated against the event, but the organisers said that they planned to hold the event anyway. Africa. In Kenya, William Ruto has been declared president, replacing Uhuru Kenyatta. Around 20 African leaders attended the swearing-in ceremony in Nairobi, Ruto talked about his journey from being a poor boy to becoming president. A village boy has become the president of Kenya. In South Africa, the state energy company ESCOM has said that it could take a year to stop power cuts. ESCOM's chief officer, Jan Oberholze, has said that ESCOM's coal-fired power stations are old and unreliable, and ESCOM has spent 450 million US dollars on diesel to run emergency generators. Americas. In the United States, food prices have risen 11.4% in the last year, the biggest yearly increase since 1979. The central bank is expected to raise interest rates again next week in an effort to fight inflation. Colombia and Venezuela have announced plans to reopen their borders to trade. Colombia's former president Ivan Duque refused to recognize Nicolas Maduro as the president of Venezuela. However, Colombia's new left-wing president, Gustavo Petro, has promised to normalise relations with Venezuela. And in Mexico, an ancient skeleton has been found in a cave. Archaeologists say that the skeleton was probably from the last ice age, over 8,000 years ago. That's your world news in seven minutes. A big thank you to Alphonse in Germany for becoming our newest supporter. If you enjoy the podcast, you can become a supporter at send7.org slash support. Supporters can also read the transcripts of every episode. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Tomorrow you will be with Namitha Raghunath. Have a great day. If you are a professional looking at the European startup scene, Germany is a place you cannot miss. Fortunately for you, there is startuprad.io, the authority on German startups. This English-only podcast brings you fresh interviews each week. Most likely, you have never heard or read anything on these startups before in English, but you will in the future. Be ahead of the curve and subscribe to StartupRad.eo podcast or check for the StartupRad.eo internet radio station. Check your Alexa for the StartupRad.eo skill as well.